You're listening to The Way Church Podcast. If you're looking for a place to hear God's Word and be inspired, you have come to the right place. We believe this week's message from Pastor Ryan will be a blessing to you. Praise the Lord. What a beautiful worship set. Palakpakan tabi worship team. My goodness. Man, they were amazing. Hallelujah. Salamat kid sa Dios may worship team kita under sa leadership ni Vincent. Brother Vincent nga you know they're really really pushing it to be as uh, much of a blessing as they can be. Now we are still on our series entitled Foundation. Our main text is in 1 Corinthians 3 and 11. I'm going to read for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid which is Jesus Christ meaning if you go back to our previous messages, we were talking about this idea, this reality, that the foundation of everything that we are and everything that we do in the new covenant is the finished work of Calvary, what Jesus Christ has done. Now, I'm going to connect it to something very Old Testament. And I'm going to show you later on what I mean about it. And I'm going to go to the book of Numbers. This is the book that not many of you read. Genesis is amazing. Exodus is almost awesome. Pag-abot na sa numbers, it's full of senses and whatever. But one of the most powerful verses or group of verses are in this book. Now watch this. In Numbers chapter number 6, verse 22, it says here, And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, are you ready? 24, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance or his face upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. Now watch this before we preach. I know you're excited, but listen here. I know Old Testament not, but here's the connection. And we're going to ponder on these verses. This is the blessing. In fact, we have a song that goes like this. The Lord bless you entitled The Blessing. But because it's connected to what we believe is the culmination of all things written and prophesied and spoken in the old. The embodiment of all of that and the fulfillment of all of that is Jesus Christ himself. So our third lesson is entitled, Jesus the Blessing. Again, Jesus the Blessing. You have to understand this. This is foundational. For everything that you want seen in your life manifested. We have been running after blessings and have forgotten the true source of blessings. And that's Jesus Christ himself. Heavenly Father, we believe your word is already anointed. We believe your people are anointed already. We believe the power of the Holy Ghost is resident within us. We believe the Spirit of the Lord is in this house. For where two or three are gathered together in your name, you said there you are in the midst of them. That you inhabit the praises of your people. And we have done all of that. But more than anything, we believe you are here because you promised it in your word. Not just because we felt it. Not just because we experienced it. But because you said it. And tonight, I'm going to see my revelation. And I'm going to experience my explosion of blessings. Falling upon my life in every area of me. From my mental, emotional, spiritual. In every part that I touch, it is blessed. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering of praise one more time. Hallelujah. And then you may be seated. So, this is a curious passage. Because like I said, some people would interpret things when they read from the Old Testament. Bala. And they would say, oh, this is what the Old Testament says. But if you wonder sometimes, there's inconsistencies 
paglantaw mo kis ado kalain sang presentation sang old and ang kalain naman sang presentation sang new there's no difference the difference is the new testament especially when jesus already finished the work it is the fulfillment of everything that was spoken now every but the things that were spoken to them in the Old Testament, atong mga, uh, mga blessing, etc., etc., mga prophecies, you can prophesy sa ila, doon hindi nila fully mag-grasp ang tanan nga ginanamin sang Diyos. Kaya ang ultimate fulfillment niya, ara tanan kay Jesus. Let me give you something. Let's say, for example, when God speaks a word, sometimes we see it from a position of ambiguity. Let's say, for example, when... When Adam fell, and Adam and Eve fell, ano ang curse ng Diyos sa, sa manog? You will crawl on your belly. And ikaw, babae, you will suffer in pain and labor of childbirth. Ikaw naman, lalaki, the, the ground will grow thorns and thistles and you will labor before you can eat. So, amuntong curse para sa ila. But then again, the Bible also says that the seed of the woman is going to crush the head of the serpent and the serpent is going to bruise or poison his heel or bite him and kill him. Now, at the onset, just, just imagine this. When the Pentateuch was spoken to them, this was probably still a mystery. What does it mean when the serpent will bite the heel of the seed of the woman? Ano meaning sina? So, if you're an Old Testament covenant person, especially if you're a Jew, especially at that time, sang, sang time pa ni Moses or sang time pa sang Old Testament, this would sound very weird. It would sound very ambiguous. But now because of Jesus, we understand that it, the serpent is Satan. He bit Jesus. He killed him, but it also destroyed his work. But that seed that he destroyed did not die. It rose back from the grave. So again, the fulfillment is there. Kisay ni tamin sindi ang kapangayuon sa Dios kay sacrifice si Isaac dito sa bukid. Ay ang nakita naton this one lang ang common lang ang wala tayong nakita that everything done in the Old Testament is a picture, a foreshadowing of what is about to come when God the Father was willing to sacrifice His own Son but this time there was no other substitute because for Isaac there was a substitute to save him this time Jesus Himself the Son of God was Isaac and was the Ram at the same time so He was the sacrifice and the substitute for ours as well. So kung kita dapat atong dapat sa palatyon, ang Dios nagpadala sang substitute which is Jesus Christ. So again, kung magbasa kita kaysa sa Old Testament, mag-study kita Old Testament, now this is what I like about Joseph Prince because he could take anything in the Old Testament and connect it to the grace of God through Jesus Christ. Because everything in the Bible is about Jesus. This is a Jesus book. From the cover to the very end, it's all about Jesus. If you haven't seen it yet, you're not reading it enough because everything in this book is all about Jesus now watch this. I know you're excited. We will calm down. Okay, wala the time. Watch this. Mabalik kita sa prayer to It's called the Aaronic Blessing. And when the priests give the Aaronic Blessing, they give that sign as well. It's called the Shin. Shin is the letter that represents Shaddai or El Shaddai. And they give out the Aaronic Blessing with that hand. Star Trek ni Spock. No, si Spock lang na sa Bible actually. It's already in the word of God when he says live long and prosper. Now look at this slide. Turn your attention to this. Now, watch this Look at all those priests on that side. Watch them doing their hands like that. But that already is considered a shin. Or what we may call in English, a W. Okay? Now the letter shin stands for... i sorry, sorry. Look at this. The letter shin stands for Shaddai. Or El Shaddai. It's called in the Hebrew, Nesiyat Kapayim. Or the raising of the hands for El Shaddai. That's why they do the 
sin. Now watch me. Amuna ang ano do W. Right? Amuna si Pastor Gamba. Live long and prosper. Because that is the ironic blessing. Now, I want you to understand a few things because I, I'm gonna show you something here. That shin is so powerful. Now, I don't believe this is coincidence. Now, you may say, oh, pastor, that's a little bit too much in biblical interpretation. Well, you interpret it yourself, okay? If you don't like it, you don't have to take it. You can shelve it, shelve it if you want, but watch this. It's embedded in almost everything that the Jews do. Look at this. The map of Israel itself, the valleys, is in the letter W or the Shin. Watch this, the land of Israel. In Israel right now, when you go sa mga balay nila sa doorposts, is the letter Shin or the W. nila before they enter and before they leave, they touch it and they kiss it. Why? Why do they do that? That's in reverence of the ironic blessing. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and give you peace. Siguro, kung ikaw atagan sang Dios sang opportunity to pronounce a blessing, this is what you're going to say. That you will all be billionaires. But I'm going to show you something in this blessing that is so powerful. It's so all-encompassing. And it's all fulfilled in Jesus Christ. So that shin is so powerful, it's embedded in not only the history, the culture, the language of Israel. Now look at this. Even Moses, when they were fighting the Amalekites in the book of Exodus, when they were about to be defeated, ano natabo? Aras sa bukid, ang Israel go fight sa valley. What happened? Aaron and her were up there. What did they do? Every time Moses got tired, ginalsa nilang kamot ni Moses para magwat. Para magform sang shin. Now just bear with me. I know it's going going a little bit on the crazy territory, but just bear with me. Just imagine this, okay? Just 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 let your mind go free. The symbol of Shaddai or El Shaddai. Arasi Moses Israel. The sun is already setting, and then all of a sudden he raises his hand. And the shadow of the shin encompasses the valley. And all of a sudden, Israel becomes victorious once again. Did not the Bible say that they are covered under the mighty wing or the shadow of El Shaddai? Then you are victorious. Wala ka muna surprise kabisan sa Israel, old Israel, bisas sa subong, ang mga traditional Israelites, when they worship God, they do this. Why do you think that would they do that? It's not a coincidence. It's not just a tradition. It represents something greater. Last week, we talked about Jesus being the completion. But Jesus is also the El Shaddai of God. El Shaddai is not just complete. When everything you have is already fulfilled, El Shaddai makes it even more. Now, Jesus is your completion, but He is also your abundance. El Shaddai is not just to make you complete. El Shaddai is the God of more than enough. If it's just enough, you're just complete. But when El Shaddai is in your life, it's not just to fill a need. It's for you to overflow in the abundance and in the blessing of God. Why Until now, satun panahon. It's the same thing. For us, it might just be a gesture. But I believe it has a heavenly connection that brings us closer to Jesus. This W is such a powerful, powerful symbol. May sapit ka symbol na kalpit-lapit da. May free panga plugging na. You know, a lot of people have asked me, Nga amuna, abinila Wonder Woman. It's the blessing of God upon you. That's why you say live long and prosper. It's the abundance. Now look at this in Exodus. Now just bear with me. We're going to go, I promise you. Exodus chapter 6 and verse 3. It says here, I appeared. This is from the complete Jewish version Bible. It says, I appeared to Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Or Isaac and J- Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Look at this. As El Shaddai. 
as Shin. That's how I revealed myself to them. Although I did not make myself known as by my name, yod Hey vav Hey or Y-H-W-H. Why don't you think naging reveal sang Diyos na wala nga wala naghambalang Diyos sa ila. Ah, hindi pagamita, agamitan lang Y-H-W-H. It cannot. Because that name, watch this guys, is so holy, it's so beyond, watch, that they're not even allowed to say it, not even to write it. The only times they're allowed to write it is if there's a very good reason, if the high priest allows it, or on the Day of Atonement, they're not allowed to say it. In fact, it's still unpronounceable. It's yod Hey vav Hey, y Y-H-W-H. Actually, hindi siya Yahweh, wait Nobody really knows until now. But listen, this name El Shaddai is not an inferior name. He is keeping this name and saying this. I'm holding on to this. Watch this, guys. I'm holding on to this because I'm about to reveal something that connects to this name. But this name brings another name which brings power of abundance and it's called Shaddai or El Shaddai. I know you cannot pronounce Y-H-W-H but I'm gonna give you a name that not only can you speak, you can sign, you can write, you can use and anytime you need it, all you have to do is call upon it and El Shaddai will be more than enough. Woo! Ah, ha, ha. hold back sa Diyos ang alan nga yod hey vav hey. Ginhold for me, an opinion ko niya, I might be wrong. I asked my professors in college kung agin hold back. Nobody knows the answer. So here's me, just probably. Right? You know why he's holding it back? Because there's still no revelation for the true essence of that name. It's incomprehensible. But the word yod hey, vav hey, if you put it, because ang Hebrew alphabet, my mga words, my letters, my words, kag may connection na siyang a picture. Magsulak sa yod hey, vav hey, hindi from left to right, from right to left, yod hey, vav hey. Yod, uh, hey is behold. So, kung basaho mo siya, ang uh, yod is hand, ang he, avav is nail. So if you read it, actually what it means, kung natong mo siya from the picture of what it represents for every Hebrew letter, it's behold the hand, behold the nails. Behold the hand, behold the nails. There's only one whose hands have been nailed. That's why he's called Yeshua or yod Hey vav Hey saves. Watch this. I'm, I'm going I'm to show you something. For many a time, even now, so I'm sorry if there, I know I'm aware there are pastors sometimes who enter this church. <laughs> My brother, minister, Brother Dexter Robite is also here. Pastor Jun Suguan is here. Amen. Kag may mga iba nga pastors, in and out, in and out lang. That's why wala na taga pa-register sa likod. Kay dumi mga, dumi siya impossible lang na eh. Pero, if you're hearing this, I'm asking for a little bit of leniency. Because, kita nga mga Kristiyano, may ara kita fascination sa Israel. And rightfully so. Watch this. Israel is the prophetic timeline for eschatology. Now, irregardless of whatever your view is, uh, uh, preterist, partial preterist, uh, 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 pre-millennialist, amillennialist, post-millennialist, whatever ang view mo, mid-trib, pre-trib, post-trib, Israel is, has a prophetic timeline. Israel has, as a nation, became the carrier of what became the Messiah. From the Old Testament, they were given the prophetic word to be the chosen people. Now, I'm gonna shake the cage a little bit. Kay damo ko kilala nga churches, kag mga pastors, nga may kilala ko nga pastor, wala na siya di, ang dream niya lang sa life niya, may dad na siya gawa, is makadto sa Israel, may entra sa gerap against sa Palestine, kag mapatay siya para sa Israel. Now, I'm not against that if you want to do that. But if you're thinking doing that has any spiritual merit, you're making a grave mistake. Israel is special for the purposes that it has to be special. But if you're thinking that Israel is special because they are chosen, 
more than you are, then you're already wrong. Now I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to prove it to you. Now watch this. Oh Israel, America is a blessed nation because America is covering Israel. Protecting Israel. is a friend with Israel. In fact, right now, pray pakita for Israel. I'm not against praying for Israel. In fact, let's pray for everybody. Let's pray for Palestine. They need Jesus. Now watch this. I'm not against that. May mga sikat mga preachers. Probably subscribe kamo ng mga Zionists tawag natin. Ah, I don't know how to proceed with this. But watch this. Israel is special in its own merit. But the line of the blessing from God to Abraham, given to Moses and into Aaron, and the Shin, the El Shaddai. Watch this. If you read the entire book of Galatians in the book of Romans chapter 5, makita mo dira nga may ara incompletion. So meaning, atong mga promises, kagin promise sa ila, nga grabi ka bugana, grabi ka powerful, though hindi siya completely released. You know why? Ang completion niya na ara sa aton. Talawan yun eh. Look at this next verse. Galatians 3.16 The promises were spoken to Abraham. My Bible study tanaya. Lantaunta. Let's look. Spoken to Abraham and to his seed. Everybody say his seed. Scripture does not say and to seeds. Dira palang amuna offended ang mga Jewish Christians kay Paul. Because this is what he was saying. The promise is not to Israel as a nation, not to his physical seeds, meaning many people, but into your seed. Did you just get it? So, from God to Abraham, in fact, even the blessing flowed. But the culmination is Jesus. Si Jesus ang tutod nga fulfillment sang seed. Tanan nga promise ang Dios kay Abraham. Whatsoever you see, it's yours. Wherever you go, it's yours. Kutob sa makita sa mata mo, manginimo. Di na nagdupa. Hindi sa Israel nga pungsod, kundi kay Jesus. Now watch this. That's why everywhere the sons and daughters of God go, they conquer. Watch. Meaning one person who is Christ. Tinawin de, di inagflow ang blessing, halin sa Diyos, pakatu kay Abraham, halin kay Abraham, pakatu siya mga anak, pag abut ni Jesus, bang! From that point on, look at this, the next verse, naglumpat ko kay Subra Kalawig, in verse 29, if you belong to Christ, everybody say, belong to Christ. Then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So that blessing, the ironic blessing that God said, Abraham, tell this to your seed. Moses, tell this to Aaron. So when the people gather, tell them the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. All of that promise is not to the nation in the Middle East. It's to the people who have already accepted the regeneration through Jesus Christ. If you belong to Christ, ang promise ng Diyos kay Abraham, pakatusin mo, you know why America is blessed? Not because it protects Israel. America is blessed because America has sent more missionaries and preachers of the gospel to the whole world than any other nation. America is blessed because it carried Jesus. It is not a perfect nation. America has a lot of flaws, has a lot of mistakes, but in their imperfection is a rootedness in an understanding of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Believe it or not, if not for the Americans, we won't have this. That's why grabe ang blessing sa America. Because of Jesus. Ang promise ng Diyos kay Abraham, nagsulud pa kanto sa ilapong sud. America is a rich and blessed nation because of the gospel. 
You know who was the richest nation before America? The United Kingdom. Why? Because before America rose up, it was the UK, the British people who carried the gospel. Everybody who carries the gospel eventually gets blessed. Watch this, guys. Watch this. Our nation, because it seems like the gas prices are crazy. It seems like the inflation is running amok. But I tell you, if we keep on carrying this message, if we keep on carrying this gospel, soon and very soon, the blessings of God to Abraham will flow to his seed. Oh, I'm preaching better than you're responding. I know it's good preaching. Watch. Woo, Jesus. Jesus is the blessing. Again, Jesus is the blessing. It's not going to Israel. It's not wearing a Tanakh. It's not wearing a Talit. It's not carrying oil. All of those things can be needed or used. But there's only one blessing. And the blessing is Jesus. Woo! Naming and naming church. Naming and my aircon. Pero basta may Jesus. Hey, I was talking to a preacher the other day. Very well-known pastor in Iloilo. Sa sa mga founders ng church dito sa Piyak. Siling niya, paano nga ang mga tao makadugyapunda na wala kabuherkon? Pamangkutunta ka mo. Kita ko ka panguyab ka mo eh. Nagabalik ka. Saan ka init kayo? Samba ko, Feeling ko gina-underestimate takisang mga anak sang Diyos. Sa tutuod lang, bisan may gamay nga discomfort. Worth it man giyapon. Kay mabatian mo ang word of God. Di ba lang? Gamay nga discomfort ah. Pagpuli, paligo lang. <laughs> We're talking about Jesus. The foundation of everything that we are. He is also the foundation of every blessing that you will ever have and you will ever receive in your life. Basta may Jesus, okay nang tanan. Ang problema sa ito, ang definition tabi siyang blessing, kwarta. Ah, di, hindi man na siya Christian, manggaranon mo na. Kung ang definition sa Diyos, sa blessing, kwarta, dapat ang Egypt ang blessed. Hindi man siya blessed, pagan man na sila, manggaranon man siya, isa sa pinaka-powerful ng empire. Ang blessing sa Diyos, hindi yung kwarta. Ang blessing sa Diyos is eternal treasure. Blessing here, blessing there. I guarantee you, ang kwarta ni Lusutan, kung hindi siya magbaton kay Jesus Christ, hasta lang natin. Thank God Henry C. accepted Jesus Christ and became a child of God. What a blessed man. He's a billionaire here, and when he dies someday, he's going to be in heaven with an even greater blessing. Ang blessing sang anak sang Dios, hindi blessing ang kwarta lang. Although I'm not saying, hindi pwede magtubod ang kwarta. Ang blessing sang anak sang Dios, blessing day, blessing to, blessing everywhere you go. Woo! See, we're not just talking about the blessings, but the blessing. <laughs> we are not after the stuff He can give. We want Him. Him, kung siya, everything is fine. Okay nang tagan. Bisan hindi pa kompleto in the sensing ibo feeling, doon di pwede, okay na ara si Jesus, mabatsyagan mo si mo hard. Woo! Now, let's, let's go to the blessing that God spoke to Aaron because this is powerful. Just bear with me. You need to get this right now. Numbers 22, mabalik kita. 6, 22 to 23. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak! To Aaron and his son saying, this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, look at this, the Lord bless you and keep you. Now I underline the word bless. And I studied it. Yes, gastadi man ang inyo, pastor. Mawaya man ta magtubang sinyo, hindi ta magtuon. The Lord bless you and keep you. Look at, the word bless comes from the Hebrew word barak. Or Borak, siguro pronounce that from the Hebrew Dictionary, H1288 Lexicon Concordance. Watch this. It means to kneel or to be blessed. 
from the NASB, New American Standard Bible, it means abundantly blessed. Come on, how many of you want to be abundantly blessed? Ano difference ng blessed kag abundantly blessed? When all of your needs are met, that's blessing. But when all of your needs are met, and then you have some more, that's abundantly blessed. Ako yung muna pagpati ko. Hindi lang i-bless ka para ma-meet lang yung needs, Lord. Makakaon lang kami tatlong beses. Sa kadlaw, okay na ko. Okay man na siya. Pero ang capacity ng Diyos, sobra pa sa tatlo ka beses. So that you can bless others as well. So watch this. Abundantly blessed. I like this. I, I, I really like this next one. Actually blessed. It's as if some people may probably be thinking, I'm not really sure if I'm really blessed. What do you mean by blessed? You are actually blessed. And if you're not yet certain about that, it says, you are surely blessed. <laughs> actually blessed, surely blessed, and blessed indeed. So when the Bible says, the Lord bless you, you are, the, the Bible is actually saying, the Lord has abundantly blessed you. He has actually blessed you. He has surely blessed you. And He has blessed you indeed. Oh my goodness. Abot kundi ka pa na malipay. Sobra pa na sa promise ng bisan nung networking sa bilog ng kalibutan. I'm not against networking. My mga networkers, power, go, go. God bless. Now, I'm going to be a little bit scholarly for the next few minutes. Now, watch this. I'm going to give a few more definitions para magtinlo ang atong exegesis. Look at this. The Hebrew verb barak from the Strong's Dictionary. Strong's. Gimbutan ko pa number para kung i-double check nyo karon. Gimbutan kilala nyo yung Strong's. But kung i-double check nyo karon, 1288 number. Yeah. Okay? Look. Means to kneel, as seen in Genesis 24:11. So blessed may mean may, may connection to some meanings of the word. So it means kneel and to be blessed. Now watch this. The word kneel also means to submit. Kung magkneel ka ba? Masuyo nang submit ka, gapaubus ka. Amun ako lalaki maglose bang sa babae? Gapaubus ka. Gulat kasi approval. Yes or no? Yes or no? Wala ako naginig mo sa sawa ko. Siya ay nag-propose sa akong daan mo. Hindi, <laughs> joke, joke, joke. <laughs> Look, tapos kikunik ka rin. However, when written in the ironic blessing, it means also to show respect. So usually translated as blessed. However, as respect, it is an, ab- it's an abstract word. We need to uncover its original concrete meaning. This is from the Complete Word Study Bible. Okay, which we can do by examining other words related to this verb, barach. Look at this. One such related word is the noun berek, meaning ni, tuhod. Another related word is beracha, from Strong's 1293, meaning a gift or present, regalo. From this, we can see the concrete meaning behind the form of the verb barach. Here's the meaning. It is to bring a gift to another while submitting oneself. Pagbasa ko ni, hindi ko, the extended meaning of this word is to give something of value to another. Pero this language, hindi ko fully grasp. Paano ang Diyos mag-kneel? In fact, si Soriano, si Liyagani, ang Diyos wala tuhod. Di wala? Kaya ang Diyos wala galuhod mo. So wala siya tuhod, so amun na siya maglakat. Watch this. You need to look at this. How does God bless by submitting? Pwede bala ang Diyos magpasubmit? That's why I said the ironic blessing, although it was spoken, it was also spoken prophetically because it's complicated in its essence. Hindi niya mentioned sa Udiyo, paano ang Diyos magluhod? Paano ang Diyos magsubmit? I'm gonna show you how. Look at this. It is easier for God to speak the cosmos into existence and to uphold time, space, and all matter through His Word than to humble or submit Himself. 
Grab that in your mind. Watch this. But he had to humble himself just so you could experience the blessing. How did God humble himself? The Bible says, from a God, he became a servant of men. Oh, for what purpose? Balik kita, balik-balik, ano definition? Ano definition? It is to bring a gift to another while submitting oneself. Or lowering oneself. How could God lower himself? He can't. But he can make his son, which was with him, the word, which was God, to become a man, a servant of man. In fact, the Bible says it didn't stop there. He didn't just submit himself to humanity. He even submit himself to the lowest of low. He submitted himself to death and he submitted himself to Hades. From the highest of highs, the throne of heaven, the bosom of the Father, to the lowest of lows, hell itself. Therefore, the Bible says, God hath highly exalted him and hath given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue should confess. You, you, you're still not getting it. In the Yugyapon Magrasp Church, it's still going over your head. Ang Dios nga nagtugas ang tanan nga hindi kapalo magpaubos kay Dios siya. Hindi kaya sang Dios magpaubos. Still, he did the hardest thing he could ever do just so he could bless you. Tapos ang balon mo ko hindi ka bless. Best name problem ako din ang blessings ang Diyos. Ang balo mo ko hindi ka bless, kinbayaan siyang Diyos ang trono, sang langit, halin sa taguangkan sang amay, nanaog siya bilang tao, ginduplaan, ginkutsyaan, ginlansang sa cross, nanaog sa impyerno para ma-bless ka lang. Tapos maambal ka hindi ka bless. It's good preaching, y'all. Woo! May pakamuda. Hey... Oh, it's easier for God to speak the cosmos to existence, but he had to humble himself. Look at this, number 6, 24. Lord bless you and keep you. It's not just blessing you, it's keeping it as well. Look at this. The word keep comes from the Hebrew word shamar, H8104, Hebrew dictionary, to hedge about as with thorns to protect and to preserve. So imagine, here's the picture. As when God blesses you, He covers His blessing with thorns. A thorn hedge that looks like that. Remember the ram, the same word, thorn. His head was on a thistle. But there's another lamb who God covered with thorns just so just so, just so, not only can he bless you, but keep it upon. Wala plano ang Diyos ka mag-bless para bawiyon niya lang. Gin-bless niya ka, wala siya intention to take it back. In fact, he has covered up. Nothing is coincidence. God sees things in advance. Tanan ngagin agyani Jesus, the thorns on his hands. Yod hey bab hey. Behold the hand, behold the nail. The thorns on his head. It's a covering, a hedge. Covering for what? The Bible says it covers you from a multitude of sin. Sin brings fear and torment. Sin brings curses with it. But that death, that thorn preserves the blessing. So when God blesses you, manamatingala ka, nga bisan hindi ka perfect, bisan ka salaka, bisan ka fail ka, bisan ka pila ka na nag-promise kay God, kagina break mo lang perme, it's your, ma-surprise ka, why am I still getting blessed? Why am I still getting healed? Why can I still feel the presence of God? Hey yo, you're covered! It's kept by thorns! Told you I was gonna preach well tonight. Next time when I make an announcement, oh, 
boy. There's more. Can you give me five more minutes? Ten, ten, ten. Look at this. When he blesses you, he also intends for that blessing to stay. Ang Dios nga lagad mo hindi uwakbawi. Hey, Pastor, si Job, do you give and take away? No, no, no. That was in God who took it away. No, 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 no. The gifts and the callings are without repentance. Meaning, when God gave it to you, He's not taking it back just because you dropped the ball. When He gave it, He's gonna call you and He's gonna warn you and He's gonna guide you and He's gonna code you. He's gonna rebuke you just to remind you, child, you need to understand how much I paid for so that you can be blessed. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Ten more minutes, and I'm closing. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. My God, do I to The word face coming from the Hebrew word ponim which means presence plural but tinga like a face pero plural siya in form it's used singular but plural in form which denotes the multiple facets of god specifically god's presence now watch this this is how God's presence is with you. When the Bible says the Lord causes His face, look at this. His face is before and behind. Wala ka pa abot ang presence yato na to. And His face is behind. Now watch this. I like how, how, how God intended it. That it could have been said just presence. Then it could be so, you know, non-corporeal or trying my best non-corporeal ethereal docilophane ngayon hindi mo balaan kung anugin but then he uses the word face meaning he is before you but he's not turned back he may be in your future but he is facing you from the future. Remember Nasag? Pulling you into him. And when you look back, you see him also from the past looking at you. That's why we have songs like this. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me. Sino sa inyo kagisini? Kisa ako dumadi, press ka, ma frustrate ka, dumabaslay ka, dumadi, discourage ka sa Dios. Tilawilang balikid. Kay makita mong nawong sang Diyos sa imo kabuhi. Pagbalikid mo, oh Lord, hindi na lang ko magbackslide. You have been so, so good to me. It's before you and behind you. Toward you. What do you know what toward means? Kung hara kada, it's in front of you, it's behind you, but it's going to you. You know, the presence of God continuously chases you. We have a, a meeting, someone youth night called it Pursuit Nights. I'm, I'm sure in their minds they're thinking, because we're pursuing God. But actually, I'm not telling them. But it's actually God pursuing us. Pursuit Nights is not for our pursuit of Him. It's His pursuit of us. Toward you, in front of, forward, formally, from beef. Watch this. From before time. Oh, y'all not hearing this, church. Before time even began. Before the first reality was ever existed. Before the dawn of the first sunrise. God already had his face toward you. Before time, before, in front of, to the front of, in the presence of, in the face of, at the front, or at the face of. You know what that means? Too many definitions. It means this. No matter where you are, 
or what you do, the presence or the face of God will be there. Can we just clap our hands to Jesus? Five more minutes, church. I'm done preaching. Look at this. May his face shine upon you. The word shine, or in Greek, ore. A noun means light as a verb. It is used here to give light or shine. And it's equated with bringing about order as light illuminates or reveals what has been dark. Break of day, glory, etc., etc. But here it is. Look at this. When the Bible says the Lord causes His face to shine upon you, what does it mean? Here's our imagination. Yeah, but it's a lot deeper than that. Because the word light does not necessarily mean darkness does not necessarily mean light. Darkness is just the absence of wisdom. When God created the world, watch this. He didn't create light yet until the fourth day. But on the first day, He already said, let there be light. You know why the devil is the prince of darkness? It's not because he's walking in dark shadows. But because he dwells in the presence of the absence of knowledge or ignorance. Wherever there's ignorance, the devil lurks there. Watch this. My people are destroyed for lack of light or lack of knowledge. That's why the devil wants you to be ignorant of the word of God. So you can be a punching bag for him. You need to hear this. What if you needed to hear this now? Because you're thinking, ah, okay, itong preaching last year, last month. That's just your human thinking. You're thinking you can handle it until something hits you and you can't handle it no more. Now watch this. The devil is the prince of darkness because he wants to keep you ignorant. But God, Jesus, is the prince of light. He's the king of wisdom and knowledge and illumination. The Bible calls him the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was God. The Word was God. And this Word was the light of men. The revelation. Idea, my revelation, light bulb. Meaning no more ignorance. Let's go back. For his face to light upon you simply means this. That you would no longer be ignorant of His presence. If you're struggling with something, every one of us struggle with something. Watch this. I'm not saying this condescendingly or, or judgingly. Watch this. Listen to me, church. That area of your life where you are most weak is the area of your ignorance. Well, I've heard the message. I've read the book. I'm not saying you know it in your head. Do you know it here? And I include myself because I've had some battles in my life as well. I'm, 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 I'm calling my daughter to please. Any area of darkness is an opportunity to shine, shine God's presence on. Kung may mga areas ang life niyo, kung doon struggle ka, you know what you need? You need to shine the light of God's presence on that area of your life. Kung struggle ka sa depression, I'm not saying it's not real, it's real. There is no depression or anxiety that the presence of God cannot cure. The Lord causes His face, His presence, to illuminate upon you. But there will be moments, church, when even we think we have done all of those things, we have attended the service, we went to the Bible school. Some of the most depressed people on earth are the ones in the ministry. The rate of suicide for pastors grows up every year by percentage. The rate of broken marriages 
Kung gaamon ang pastor, gaamon man ka muna. Nagsimba ka man, naghatag ka man, ginimo man ang best mo. Nagpachigal mo ng presensyas ng ginoo. But why does it feel sometimes like you are inadequate? Right when I was studying this, the Spirit of the Lord quickened this next verse to me. Watch this. I could not understand this before. I read it, I memorized it, I give this all the time as a benediction. But I never saw this. Never heard it from anybody preaching. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you shalom. What is shalom? A sense of fulfillment. Peace. Meaning, I'm fine. But here's, here's the problematic part. The Lord lift up His countenance. The word countenance means face or visage. If I'm the Lord, baby step, and this is you, the Lord is probably a lot bigger in comparison to this and us. How does the Lord lift up His countenance? You know how He does it? This is what the Lord showed me. Because in the moments when you think and you feel like, yes, you're blessed. But yet there are times when you don't know what to do that you just need God. Lord, I just want to hear you speak. Lord, I just want to be strengthened at this moment of weakness. I just need you, God. I've done the one, two, three, four, five, but I feel weak. I feel small. This is what the Lord does. He lifts up his countenance. He could never look up to you until He picks you up from where you are. So He understands that even though you heard the message, you've been going to church for 40 years, but there will be moments when you feel tired, moments when you feel small, moments when you feel weak, moments when the Bible study doesn't work for you, moments when the preaching and the preaching tapes and the giving does not seem to produce anything. The Bible says, the Lord lift up his countenance toward you and telling you, I got you carried, son. I got you carried, daughter. Don't be afraid. You can now have shalom. Whatever you're going through, let me pick you up from the pain. Let me pick you up from the sorrow. Let me pick you up from the worry. Let me pick you up from the pain. Let me pick up the broken pieces of your life and put you back together. For I am the Lord your God and I have blessed. Thank you for joining us. If you are blessed by this message, share this with someone you know and be a blessing as well. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know by rating our podcast or reaching us at our social media platforms. Links are in the description.